I want to do a Mickey Mouse house, and there has to be at least a scene, or I envision a scene where he's eating a hot dog. Okay, that's pretty much as bland as, you know, needs to be. It doesn't need to be crazy. That's really scary. No, that'd be terrifying. I would, uh, I would not go through that. I finished Jurassic Park Camp Cretaceous within a day. I love that show. What's up, guys? It's Xavier. And Luke. And this is Universal Food Blog, the podcast. And on today's episode, we have a uh, a short little one, but it's a hundred days to Halloween Hard Night, so we have a little HHN podcast for you. But first, as always, we're gonna hop into the news. So, Xavier, what's first? Uh, first, uh, I'm actually going to start off with something that's happening right now, Ooh. and it's going to be ending on the 30th as far as your chance to enter into this thing. Um, you're probably wondering what I'm talking about entering into it. Actually, it's Sunday. It is Sunday, May 30th when it ends. Um, but the thing that we're talking about is I'm doing a giveaway um, to one lucky listener Um so we, me and Carrie and Mom, we visited Giordano's Pizza. Um, and it's the pizza, they have two locations. One is in Orlando. It's kind of right next to Disney Springs. And then there's another one in Kissimmee. We, we visited the Orlando location um, just because it's close to, again, Disney Springs, Universal. Mm-hmm. It's right there. Um, so we visit that location. And let me tell you, that pizza is absolutely amazing. The, like, the pizza is thick. Like, it's literally as thick. If you stack three pizzas together, that's how thick one, like, one pizza is. I've seen the pictures, Those... and it's a thick pizza. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's nice looking. You only need one slice of pizza, and you're full. Like, one slice... Um, when we visited the location, we, I, we ordered two pizzas. We had a medium barbecue bacon chicken pizza, and then we had a large cheese pizza. Um, then we also got their appetizer platter that came with chicken, kind of like little chicken strips. Um, also came with garlic bread and it came with mozzarella sticks. Um, and then we also got a medium caesar salad and everything was absolutely like it was great like just phenomenal loved the pizza salad was great to be like a a house made caesar salad and yeah so i'm uh, logging in right now to enter the giveaway never mind can't (laughs) win that but you guys can the listeners so how can they enter that again Yes, I'm sorry. I just I totally got off track. 
Um, so this is how you guys can enter into um, this drawing for it. And this is literally only for podcast listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an Instagram. We have all for all the Instagram followers. We have a way for them to enter and win um, on Instagram. But this one's just for the podcast people. All you guys have to do is send us a message on Instagram, or you can go to the website. And in on the website, if you guys go to podcast, we have a podcast form. Fill out that podcast form, and in the the comments where you can leave us comments, you have to type in Luke the dinosaur. Okay, Luke the dinosaur. And confirm. Oh, wait, still can't win. But you guys can. So make sure you fill out that form. Put in Luke the Dinosaur. And this is for a gift certificate of how much exactly? This is a $50 gift certificate. So that's that's two pizzas. The pizza's about 30, or excuse me, $27 a pizza. Um, But again, the pizza is amazing. You only need one slice. So if you get like a, a medium pizza and eight people, like they don't, those eight people only need one slice because it's yep. that huge. Like it's that filling. So this is like a whole meal. You can get a, you can get a pizza, drinks, all that appetizer for that 50 and you can win it right here on the podcast. So mm-hmm. definitely fill that out. Yeah. Thanks to uh, Giordano's one yes, for sponsoring uh these gift certificates to us um we've been working with them they've been working with us and we are so excited for this partnership that we're starting so yeah podcast sound effects right here pew 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 fireworks fireworks all right uh next up um i guess we should start off with kind of the a big one here but the uh jurassic world tribute store got an official walkthrough today from Universal and announced that tomorrow will be the opening day for it. So that is very exciting stuff. Uh, Xavier is going to be the first one online. Yes. And you will have all the coverage of that from him in park tomorrow. So that's exciting. Well, today, because today you guys would have already seen um, everything well, most of the stuff I'm going to share, you guys would have already seen it. And then you guys will be listening to this podcast. Um, this is If you're still up at 11 in the morning or 11 uh, at night, you'll have the podcast to listen to, too. Mm. All right. But Jurassic World, I've already seen a few things, but I've kind of skipped over it. Not going to get into anything about it, but it is your three rooms. There's food, merch, yeah. all the good stuff. Yeah, I'm going to say... That- the thing that I'm most excited about is the food because I did not know there was going to be food. And I mean, one of the things that I've seen in there, it seems to be a cake in a jar. And it looks like, so they have, did you see the pictures of it was like, it had the Jurassic World logo on it and it was like square? Uh, yeah, I did. I don't know what that is. I don't either. It looks like it could be. I don't know. I don't want to just guess on something, but very, very interesting. I have my thoughts of what I think that is, but we'll see tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes. And speaking of tomorrow, 
but no, actually today. Yeah. Well, I'm confused. I'm in the future, but I'm also in the past. Um, today is a uh, hundred days to Halloween Horror Nights, so I mentioned I would just I figured I would mention that in the news. It's a it's a big day, literally one hundred days out. Can you believe it? I'm so excited. And do you know what makes it so sad? Yes. What is that? We only have one house announcement. Mm. I was so sad. Ugh, I really wish we had more. What's even more sad is that that house was already going to be announced and we knew it. Yeah. So this isn't even like, it's not even really a house announcement. I need the next announcement to be like something we did not know. Like something just, something we didn't know was coming. Like we could be pretty solid on our, the spec maps and whatnot, but it's all kind of just, pretty much rumors there needs to be a just a complete just amazing announcement as soon as june 10th is over with Coaster. there needs to be a big one just something crazy get us all ready to go maybe a house and some tickets that would be solid and then yeah. just slowly every week put in something new scare zone house back to back whatever just something and just yeah if it can be like, oh, well, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is coming. Like, I'll be excited about that. I yeah, mean, that would be cool. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure both of us still have to watch that. Have yeah, it, it's been a while. <laughs> okay, okay. It's, it's been a while, but I'm hyped for it. I know the whole entire, you know, basis of it. So I feel like the house would do a really good job. But yeah, that's what we got for that um we did get a little bit of information possibly about the universal monsters cafe we did okay so um universal monsters cafe well the universal classic monsters cafe mm-hmm. um it's been at least since december it's been off and on where it's been like a seasonal thing but recently, it's been open on Friday, Saturdays, and Sundays from 11 to 3 p.m. So definitely go um, Monsters Cafe. Get yourself some barbecue. They have barbecue jackfruit, regular barbecue pulled pork sandwiches. Um, they have chicken, um, both white and dark meat. Um, they have uh, the s'mores cookie I posted in the stories a while back it's like a chocolate chip cookie and it has um, marshmallows chocolate a a bunch of chocolate chips and graham crackers that was actually really good like i didn't know how that was gonna be but it was actually pretty good Hmm. um so solid options there yeah they have a lot of good options for you to try there at the universal monsters cafe but i just remembered there is another thing um, that we're totally forgetting about. I knew that there was going to be something, and it was my job to keep track of the news. So my fault, listeners. Well, technically, we didn't forget about it. We talked about it last week, but you had a chance to try it. So now you can tell us what you thought of the churro stand. Churro donut. Um, It's funny. I went to Voodoo first thing. Well, not first thing in the morning, but in the morning time for my breakfast as usual and i ordered one 
did not get it because they were out. So I was just, actually able to try. Just needed me there for it. To, yes, that that uh, is here. This is what happened. I got the mobile order donut, which I won't go too far into it, but it was all right. My mouth was blue afterwards, so that was weird. After that experience, uh, when we left, I did get the churro donut, and I ate it when I got home. Yes, I split it with Kelly. Don't what? yell at me. You waited? You did. I did. I did. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm nice. And we had it. Um, the best thing... Okay, so the filling was really good. Mm-hmm. The and there was a lot of it too. It was, it was yeah, they it's been jam packed with filling. Yeah, that and um, yeah, no, the filling was amazing. I believe the the exterior and this is gonna sound really weird to anybody that doesn't know what I'm talking about, but and I'm sure you have a better name for it. But at like Chinese buffets, there's always the dessert there. Yeah, the the double nuts they have. Yes. Yeah, it does have like that kind of that crunch. That's what I'm saying. And Kelly thought I was crazy. I'm not crazy. So pretty much it's that, but a lot bigger. And it's the voodoo donut style, just the regular donut taste. And then that filling was, oof, so good. So they did an excellent job making a donut or a churro into a donut. Um, Yeah, so that was really good. But I still feel like I'm missing something for the news. I think... I am good. I think we are good. But I will say, if we are not, if we forgot something, John will definitely let us know that we forgot something. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, But yeah, I guess we can move on. I'll let you bring us to our next, well, our main topic of the night. Yeah, so today's uh, main segment, which is something I kind of came up with on the fly, but uh, I thought it'd be fun since it's 100 days out to Horror Nights or 99 days if you listen to it tomorrow. Um, we each came up with five house ideas for our own HHN event. And it's not original ideas per se. Uh, we I kind of just left it bland for us. We could do anything from previous houses to ideas, new IPs, anything that we would want to see incorporated into a horror night's house for an event and uh that's pretty much all the 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 basis of it but uh we came up with each five houses we'd like to see and um i'm gonna let xavier actually start this one off all right i will go with the house that i want to return so this house is already been at Horror Nights, but I would like it to return, not in the same fashion that it was when it was there, but maybe like a a part two, a sequel um, to the first original house. Um, The house that I'm talking about is Graveyard Games. Ooh, okay. I love the whole spooky ghost cemetery vibe. Like, if I could put that into, like, a a bar, like, if I were to open up the bar, it would definitely be, like, a Halloween, spooky, ghost type of, um, type of vibe. So, definitely, definitely that's what I would, I would have. Okay. Uh, is there anything in particular in the house you'd like to see, kind of, maybe from the first one? Okay, so, you know, the 
as soon as like as soon as you walk into a house, you would go into like the graveyard mm-hmm. and how it was like a, a pretty it was like for what it was, it was a pretty nice sized graveyard. Um yeah. literally just like the detailing that was in the graveyard. So like the you had the I forget the character's name. Let me see if I can find out, but you had the the guy character in Sid? Yeah, Sid. You had him and he was uh spraying you. I don't know if he did you ever get sprayed by him? I did not get sprayed, unfortunately. So I did multiple times because I went through the house multiple times. <laughs> um, I would always get sprayed. I, I don't and I don't even I never could figure out what it was. I don't know if it was like compressed air or what it was uh, but not sure but let me tell you it was it was great because on like a hot summer day to get like just that cool spray sprayed on you it was it was great but yeah kind of like just the vibe like the aesthetic that was in like that main room of like the graveyard and just oof. okay that's all I would need in like a second version of that house. Yeah, I mean, Graveyard Games was like the fan favorite of 2019, so they need to do something. Uh, you know, obviously, we're not going to see that this year. I mean, hey, we might, but I doubt it. But in the future, they definitely will have to do something, bring it back, because it was amazing. My first one, and this isn't in really in any particular order. Um, but I'm just going to start off with my first one here. And I thought it would be cool to do a Phantom of the Opera House. And um, it's kind of a big shout out to the Hung Up on Horror podcast. Originally, the Hung Up on Theme Parks podcast when they recorded that episode. But they talked about a Phantom of the Opera House. And I really liked their idea for it. Um, I'd want it to be based more on how the play is and you know partial aspects of the movie i feel like a really really cool scenes to have in it would be the whole boat sequence the mirror room and um a big one would be the chandelier and i really want to see a massive chandelier built crash down some way in form even if it's like half the room just like like half of the chandelier crashed down like crushed through the room something along those lines and i feel like they could do an incredible job with scares and dark areas especially in the in a mirror room because they do have a lot, a lot of elements they've done in the past with that so i feel like there's a lot of elements that would totally fit for a horror nights house and mm-hmm. obviously it's one of the universal monsters so it'd be quite easy for them to to do something like this. So Phantom of the Opera is something I really want to see as one of my favorite, uh, well, musicals, plays, etc. So yeah, that, that's mine. What? I, are you a musical nerd? Uh, no, I, I know some, but Phantom of the Opera, I, I've seen live and uh, I've watched the play, the musical, movies. I It's just, I don't know. I love it. Okay. I was gonna be like, wow, I have someone to talk to about musicals. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Um, so the next one on my list is Jurassic Park. 
Ooh, bringing it back. Okay. Yes, bringing back the uh, well, not exactly the maze that was in Jurassic Park um, when the event was happening over at Islands, but again, like another like original. Um, it could literally be the raptors or the dinosaurs, whatever that dinosaur may be, are attacking the guests or attacking the scientists on the island. So like just bringing Jurassic World, but not necessarily the humanoid dinosaurs <laughs> um, that was um, that was the house that they had. Um, when Jurassic World, the haunted house, the house um, first appeared at Horror Nights. Bad Horror Nights fan right now, but wasn't it a scare zone? Oh, was it a scare zone? I just, I definitely recall pictures of like those transformed beings, like the the mutant type, half human, half dino, like wandering. I mean, it was such a long time ago. I can't really remember, but I was. I'm. I'm pretty sure it was a scare zone. I. What do I know? I'm a bad Horror Nights fan sometimes. So. I could have. Well, we'll see. Cause again, we'll we'll have somebody be like, "No, you're wrong." They will <laughs> definitely let us know. But I'm pretty yeah. sure. Pretty sure it was a house. Well, you guys can decide. Let us now. Let us know in the comments down below. Oh wait, this is a podcast. Um, you can still let us know. Fill out the uh, form. Say yeah. Luke the dinosaur, and then let us know that we're completely wrong. Yes. Or, or right. You can, or you can send us a, a voice message, um, using the link in the uh, bio of our Insta. Well, any of our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter. They all have that link, so you can use that link to send a voice message. Yes. Anything else you want to add on Jurassic Park, the house? Uh, no, that's it. All right. Then my second house that I come up with, and these are very different than typical things you'd see. I, I'd say Phantom of the Opera and then the one after this house are probably two things you could see. But this one I definitely don't think you would ever see, and it's unfortunate because it is Bioshock you don't know what that is it is a horror video game that is well the first two are underwater in a city and there's just so many amazing elements to this game that could be incredible for a horror night's house the whole depths of fear like when i walked through depths of fear i got a lot of bioshock vibes with how you felt like you were basically trapped mm -hmm. underwater without there being too much of the water elements like it, i know it's kind of hard to explain but it makes sense if you walk through depths of fear and you know what bioshock is it's very easy to see it and then there's a lot of obviously his little sisters which are perfect for horror nights and then there's the big daddy, basically the mechanical robot guys that walk around and have massive drills and whatnot. I don't expect them to have like full suits of scare actors and whatnot for that, but maybe having a few of them. Um, I mean, if they had like 
a big one in a room or something like that that was like an animatronic almost that just moved slightly that would be really cool uh but there's just so many cool elements to that thing that it could be a really creepy almost depths of fear kind of style house and i would love it because those games are incredible and they have such an amazing story so i feel like they could do an original take on it like not do based on any of the stories and just do an original take on it Mm. and it would still be amazing so they could be totally creative with that one and i'd be fine i like that i definitely like that what okay so i'm going off track here what did you think about depths of fear so one of my friends uh that's actually a a team member there was doing the line for that so i i actually remember like a lot of that house because i was really invested in like understanding like what was so great about it and everything like that when i'd heard you know some bad reception and stuff Mm -hmm. previously um but when i walked through it it wasn't bad i actually really enjoyed the facade of it like it was really cool how you basically were just entering this thing and it just the whole entire entrance sequence seemed really cool and just the outside facade was really amazing and then when you entered like i I even watched uh previous walkthrough videos of it too because i wanted to fully understand everything uh even though there was a couple uh controversial scenes or one in particular in that house that they removed um and with the costume defects etc i thought it was fun like they really uh stepped stepped I don't un- stepped wait dipped their toes in the water. Yes, that is what I wanted to say, and it was good in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, that, that's. I don't know. I don't know how I felt about it. I mean, it kind of, it went from like them using like the full fish costumes to kind of like those costumes disappearing. Yeah, the mouth brooders. Like, uh, yeah, they. Uh, yeah, I mean, it makes sense why, but that, you know, that's something I feel like they should have worked out before starting the event, but it seems like such an easy thing to kind of, I don't know, they obviously had rehearsals, they must have realized that those costumes were so, I don't know if it was hefty or just, it was like a, like a hunchback design or whatnot, yeah. but, you know, it is what it is, they worked past it, and then it still was really good because I went. I mean, yeah, it was still a good house. Yeah, like I mean, I went like a little bit, like halfway through Hard Nights last year, and uh, the I mean, I was fine with the amount of mouth breeders in there, so mm-hmm. it's cool to me. Okay, well, sorry, that was just my little tangent <laughs> off the way. Okay, <laughs> so my next one is the Usher. So Ooh. if you know, um, Horror Nights icons. Uh, the Usher is one of those icons, and this is just personal for me. When I like was like younger, because some people will still say, "Oh, you're a kid." When I was younger, like I always wanted to like own a movie theater. Um, so like seeing the Usher, I was like, "Oh, I love him! Like I love that character." Um, and have a house like that's just based on him and like his theater and you know you hear me uh you you cut out there but uh we're good now okay let's start over 
Usher. No, not the whole thing. Usher. <laughs> no, everything. <laughs> okay, so yeah, my character is oh, fuck. Okay, so my next one is uh well the house that I'm thinking of is the Usher. It's based on the Usher. Mm-hmm. And if you guys don't know the Usher, um he is a um Horror Nights icon for Orlando. And just a little bit on me, I used to always wanted to own a movie theater when I was younger. Um, so to have a house that's like based on him and like his theater and like, you know, his rules of um, we're in the theater, um, no texting on your phone and um, no talking in the theater, like just these general uh, rules that we, he would have. And the stuff he would do to you if you weren't following the rules, the patrons were patrons weren't following the rules. So I feel like that would be like a a cool house. And it might not just be him; it might be um, the people that work for him, the other ushers, the people in, over at the snack stand. I feel like that would be great. And you can bring back I forget what house you probably know. It was, I think it was Slaughter Cin- Cinema. They had like the, they were piping in like the smells of like popcorn and cotton candy mm-hmm. before you went into the actual house. Like you can use that uh, for the Usher's house. I feel like that would be pretty awesome. Yeah, I feel like they could do some really cool elements with um, like film screens and stuff. Yeah, and have like a projector playing and whatnot, and have scares in there. That'd be really cool. So I de- I definitely agree with that. An Usher house, like a specific icon Usher house, would be really cool. And like having like I guess audience members of it, and you seeing them get murdered or tortured or what by the Usher would be really cool to have in the house too. Yeah, that's that's they need to do that, Universal. You don't have to pay me for this idea. Just make it happen. Uh, my third one, which is something I could see potentially happening as a Horror Nights house, uh, would be American Horror Story 1984. Okay. It is the fastest I've watched a show in a really long time because I was really invested in it. And I don't really watch every American Horror Story like front to back. Mm-hmm. Or at least in a short period of time. But I was really invested in 1984, just specifically over the events that it's based around and how well they did the character casting, etc. Um, I don't think I need anything specific in the house except for when the main murderer rises back from the dead. Like the devil like literally revives him and he starts levitating off the ground. If they were in some way able... I, that's not really a spoiler either, but... If they were to somehow incorporate that into the house, that'd be insane because that scene was really cool and it was really interesting to see how it was done. So that's the only part I'd really want to see. The rest of it can just be the basic slasher style, um, just generic house, I guess, if you want to say. But uh, I just really liked the atmosphere of that house and it really played off well as a slasher with a bunch of twists. So I'd like to see that one. Oh, I just want to say thanks for spoiling it for me. Okay, I didn't. Not, <laughs> I didn't uh, get. I didn't finish it, but I mean, 
I would have figured. I would have found out eventually because I, I watch, uh, reviews of stuff before I actually watch the TV show. So, oh, I mean, it's only like the fourth or something episode into it, and it's not. It doesn't. It's not pivotal to the, the thing. He's that character alone. He goes through so much and always seems to like be able to revive or live through everything. And it's you got to watch it to understand. So it's not really. The spoiler. I don't think it is, so. That's my number three. Nice, nice. Alright, so I guess I can go ahead and move on. Let me pull my list up, list up because I totally forgot what my next one is. Ooh! That's what my next one is. Okay, so I'm actually going to skip that one and do that one last because I want to see. I think there's a movie actually based on this idea that I'm thinking of. So I'm going to go to my last one I had. This one is called Motel Hell. And it's basically exactly what the name implies. It's it's not like a motel in hell. It's like just a hotel that has like these guests that are staying in there that are, you know, some shady characters. So you have like a, a crazy psychopath in a room and you'll like, you'll go into the room and see like what this crazy person psychopath is doing. You have a ax murderer in another room. You have a, let's say in room 304, you have a robber, but then you go into the bathroom of the robber's room and you see that he's getting stabbed in the neck by some random character. So it's like literally just you're going through the the rooms, the the front desk, the the pool area of like this hotel and just seeing like all this craziness that is happening in this really shady almost vacant looking hotel motel like like a murder house but hotel yes cool okay i could see that so it's just pretty much like a universal creative concept they could go with like an original Mm -hmm. nice that's cool something to add to the list i mean universal do it seems pretty easy yeah that's was, that's what that is what was taking me so long. I was trying to get that idea together. I got you. I unfortunately don't have original ideas on here. Um, I could think of some, but I want to stick with what I know and what I think would work well. So my number four, and this is this is a hard one. I've seen people talk about it in the past a little bit, but I've I've whew, I would love this, and it is a Arkham Asylum house. If you don't know what Arkham Asylum is, it is the insane asylum in the Batman universe or the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is just the place held captive for all of Gotham City's most insane, criminally insane uh, criminals. Just all the bad people go there. All the really bad people go there. So you have like the Joker, Bane, Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, Mr. Freeze, all those people in this house. Now... I've like the video games for Arkham Asylum, etc., are really, really good at portraying this dark, demented horror feeling 
within the house. Mm. So I feel like basing it off of even the game would be really good. I'm not saying have Batman in there. No superhero, no none of that. But just the Arkham Asylum aspect of it. And if you want to have different formations or different types of the characters you would see in there, that's cool with me too. I feel like it'd be super easy because you could just have the prisoners that are in there wearing their orange jumpsuit style uh, outfits and you can just have a bunch of those like sociopaths and etc in the house as your average scare actors mm -hmm. and then the individual rooms could be based around the characters that we see in there like the main villains like it would be really cool too because uh, like Harley Quinn's could be super like if you did Joker Harley Quinn's could be super clown related with lots of like elements to spirals and hearts and uh like cards and etc then you have poison ivies which is just plant filled vines stuff like that growing you could have a couple people like hung up in vines um some cool like what are those called those those scary plants the uh what like the mouths the man eating oh, man eating plant the Venus fly traps yes you could have a bunch of those in there like big ones and stuff and then Mr. Freeze, you can have a bunch of, like, you make it cold, do, like, a Yeti-style vibe. Like, there's so much to pull from. There's mm -hmm. sewer areas, dark caves. Uh, but the only thing I truly care about in the house is having the facade be the actual main entrance gate to Arkham Asylum. That is the one thing I truly need to have there. But the rest, Universal Creative can do what they want to when it comes to that. Because that would be amazing. That is... Okay, so... Didn't they do a video? I'm pretty sure they did. I have to go back and go through my history books. But I'm pretty sure they did a video game themed house before. And I'm pretty sure that would definitely be something that people would want to see. So... I mean, they've done like video game like previous video games okay okay so that they have done like previous video games yeah and, okay so the house that i was thinking of is a leprechaun themed house like from the movie yeah okay good so you've seen leprechaun the movie i've seen snippets and trailers so yeah, there it is. Leprechaun the movie in house form. That would be terrifying. <laughs> you can have puppets or whatever suits you well um in that house and that would like that movie terrified me as a kid. The movie terrifies me now. It, <laughs> That movie was absolutely terrifying. So to have that like as a house, I don't even think I, I don't think I would make it through the house. I have to have like, all right, I'm closing my eyes. Just pull me through the house now. But at the end of the at the end of the haunted uh haunted house, you get like a, a, a pot of gold or something, right? Yeah, you get a one chocolate golden uh golden coin. That sounds that would be to me. that would be cool. I feel like actually they have 
um, Horror Nights and Universal, they would every, I think every weekend, like they would have like a, a secret word. And if you knew that secret word and that, you know, like a certain character was out roaming around like the queue line area for like the house, then they would like have like something for you. It might like be like a business card or it might be like a little tour or something. Ooh. That would be cool, like in a a normal Horror Nights environment or normal theme park environment, that would be like a cool little something. So is there anything in this leprechaun house you want? Not exactly. Not exactly. Um just uh, a one-for-one retelling of the movie. Okay. That is all. That is it. And then after that, they can do Leprechaun 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, Leprechaun in Space. And, yeah. Are, are you over here talking about Fast and Furious 9, now in theaters? How did you know my next Horror Nights house? Oof. You mind reader. <sighs> Can't even make my joke. I was going to make a joke when I was... Okay. Thanks. <laughs> Ruin it. Okay. I'm going to go with something actually heart-related. And my fifth house, which is the one I think... I don't know. I, all these I really want to see really, really bad. But the fifth house I have is Resident Evil Village, which is the latest installment of Resident Evil. Mm. They've previously done... Gosh, what? They, yeah, they previously they previously have done Silent Hill, which was a video game, you know, fairly close to how Resident Evil style yeah. was back then. And I am completely losing my mind. They did Resident Evil once. Yes. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I I, believe... remember, I know Silent Hill. That's the one yes. I was speaking of, but I didn't know they did. Okay. I I. Think I could be mis I could be mistaken. I'm probably mistaken, but it really doesn't matter because this is vastly different than anything they previously could have done, because the video games have taken a different step after Resident Evil Seven and changed up their tone, and location, everything like that. Seven was based traditionally around a house with Ethan Winters being the main character, but Eight, which is the one I'm talking about is village and the entirety of it is based well kind of in a village but also there is a massive castle that you go to and deal with a lot of stuff in there and then there's also multiple locations outside of the village that you have your mini boss battles etc so for this house i would and what's really cool about it is that they can start off with it being the village and everything you fight in there is all zombie and lichens related so i could see a lot of things like going into like individual village houses like a couple houses and then there being the like america when it was um what is it uh american werewolves in london yeah with that they had some really amazing werewolves in that house that Mm -hmm. was an amazing house and if they did animatronic werewolves in that house had some walkers around for that they could that would be solid and then for the rest of it, it could be inside the castle or inside the mechanical area um, that they have 
and the you fight in their vampires and you fight um a bunch of other really cool aspects i'm not gonna go too far into it but uh, there's a lot of cool elements inside the castle and inside of that mechanical area i don't really know how to describe it. it's more of like a workshop like a mechanics workshop but there's so many gears and moving parts that they could build an amazing facade or room just on that but the the scariest part of that game in my opinion was when you walked through just a house just like mm -hmm. a basic spooky house and there was a ton of dolls the whole entire main villain of that was a doll but it played around the whole entire aspect of dolls and then also the like kind of mannequin style yeah and it was absolutely terrifying when i was playing it it was amazing probably one of the scariest things i've played in a video game just i mean i was playing it like in the dark headset on full volume but that whole sequence was incredible and if they that would be terrifying i can't even imagine how terrifying that would be because it was amazing and people would be scared they if they think video game harnet houses are bad for any reason this would prove them wrong 100 percent and that just that last part of like having i mean how could they maybe they could do that as like a puppet or yeah maybe they could probably do it as a very limited animatronic figure um wow that, yeah oof. that could scare the bejesus off of people i'm trying to think what house it was that we at least that i was in i can't remember but so it was the oh my gosh what house was that i can really see the scene in my head right now so it's we were in like a subway car Hmm. and you're like you're walking to like the back of the subway but as you're like walking to the back of the subway all of a sudden you see like these three or four people in the back of the subway and then these strobe lights turn on and then those three or four people come charging at you Oof. So you like literally about to fall out the subway car trying to get out before like those people like run you over. I can't forget what what house that came from. I wanna say it was in twenty eighteen. It was I wanna say it was definitely twenty eighteen. Um a house from twenty eighteen. But yeah. I feel like they have, have something like that in the house. That mm -hmm. um but yeah, okay, I'm sorry. I no, just no, keep talking. I, I just think that that house would do phenomenal because there's so many different areas they could pull from to create the house. Yeah. And they don't have to go one-on-one -on -one with the story, but I feel like the village to the castle to maybe the dollhouse and then to the mechanical shop and in the forest area um, and maybe back to the village when it's completely like destroyed by this like symbiote type stuff. They mm -hmm. could pull so much from that. And the, the game has done so well in performance. And it is incredible that I just I need to see that because Resident Evil has been solid between movies and the games. But this one took it to a, like a whole different level. So that's my like 
that's my top list. And if any of those were to come true, um, Universal, I will give you my PayPal, and you can cash at me. And yeah. <laughs> well, you you heard it. Make sure you pay Luke for his his ideas. He wants his royalties. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Well, I think that has been it. That has been an episode of another episode of Universal Football, the podcast. And wow, thanks to Luke. Luke hosted this whole podcast by himself. It's been me. Yeah, I didn't have to. I didn't have to guide him through any of this. He did it all by himself. It's just it's all on the fly. You know, this is only my like what fifteenth episode. I mean, yeah, basically. Yeah. That means Luke can take over the podcast now. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I won't leave. I won't leave Luke by himself. Even if he takes over, I wouldn't leave him for too long by himself. Um, but yeah, that's been it. That's been our episode. We will see you guys next Friday. Yes, I said Friday. Usually, we've been well. At least when we first started, we we're releasing them on. Tuesday evenings, Wednesday mornings. Um, but it's been a little bit harder for me to edit, well, to record and edit it all in one night. So me waiting until Friday definitely it has been beneficial. So we're changing it from Tuesday to Friday, or Tuesday evening or Wednesday morning to Friday. Um, either early in the morning or or late at night sometime around Friday um, is when the episodes are going to be released now. Again, that just gives us more time so I can edit edit everything down. And then also you guys can get some special stuff uh, just in case like something happens throughout the week. I can be like, hey, well, this and this also happened. Or we can do what I'm doing tomorrow. I'm going to be walking again. We said this before, but I'm going to be walking over to Universal to, well, not actually walking, but heading over to Universal so I can go through the Jurassic World tribute store. So I'll also insert a special little clip I'm talking about what I saw inside and then some of those cool treats that are inside the store. So yeah. Okay, enough talking again. I'm taking away Luke's uh, shine, Luke's fame. Uh, this has been Xavier. And Luke. And this was Universal Who Bought the Podcast. We'll see you next week. Peace. Bye. Universal Food Blog is not affiliated nor endorsed by Comcast, Universal Orlando Resort, or NBC Universal. All Comcast, NBC Universal, and Universal Orlando icons, titles, events, and items are property, trademark, and copyright of Universal Studios or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Alright guys, so it's Xavier. 
Uh, this is Future Xavier. I've been inside the Jurassic Park tribute store. And uh, I'm going to let Ray go first. Let Ray give her comments on what she thought of the, the tribute store. Um, I have said this on Twitter and Instagram and absolutely every social media that I've been on. But um, I was very vocal about how I thought that it was stupid and that um, there didn't need to be a Jurassic World or Jurassic Park tribute store. And it was just overkill. Um, but that was before I went into the actual store itself. Um, I walked in and immediately ate my words. It was one of the coolest things that I've ever seen. And I genuinely think it was the best tribute store that they've had. Um, it was very, very immersive, like extremely immersive with like dinosaurs everywhere, of course, because it's Jurassic World. But um, I, honestly, you just literally have to get out and see it yourself. I can't even explain it. I think when my boyfriend sees it, I think he's going to cry. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. And uh, the food inside was even better. We're walking out of uh, Universal Studios right now. So you guys might hear a change in music. Um, but yeah, the food was really good. Let me tell you, that Oreo cookie, it was good. We didn't get a chance to try the Dino Bites or the, the Dino Chow. Sorry, Dino Chow. Uh, Wait, because they ran actual, out. Was that actual like food or was it? I thought it was just for fun I think it was actual, I'm pretty, so the dino child that she's referring to is, they had like the old gumball machines that had what was dino child in the movies, but they actually had like edible dino child, uh, and it sold out, like by the time, I got there like 30 minutes after the park opened, and it was gone, so we didn't get a chance to try that, but the, the jumbo Oreo cookie, amazing, um, then there were some other good stuff. You guys will see that being posted on the Instagram um, throughout the week. Uh, but yeah, the store, I, pretty much what Ray said, I kind of was like, eh, this is kind of a money grab. But like after seeing it, it was like it was really good. It was done well. I mean, it's, it's obviously still a money grab, but like it's a cool money grab. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's all I'm going to really say. Uh, you, you guys have, have to, to yeah, yourself. you definitely have to come see it for yourself. You definitely have to come see it for yourself. I'll just, I'll do a quick description for anyone that can't come out to see it. Uh, as soon as you walk in through the doors, you see the engine uh, logo. logo. Ah, yeah. Then you turn the corner and then you're in the control room for the park. So they have like screens everywhere that's showing like different park activities. Uh, it shows like the Velocicoaster, and then it shows like Raptors and the uh, their enclosures. It shows like park map. Like in the first part of the first Jurassic Park movie, where the Velociraptors get to the uh, handler. Yeah. It's kind of like that same situation. Yeah. So that's what's happening in that first room. Second room, you have the. You actually you're in there the paddocks with the Raptors. So you have like the raptor statues that are in there and those are amazing. They have merchandise in there. We'll get some merchandise on uh, another podcast. Um, then you walk the hallway. They have some really cool detailing in that hallway. They also have uh, a sign of like the old Jurassic Park. Uh, I'll post about that one day uh, in the future. And then you get to the next room and now you're back in like old Jurassic Park. 
and that gives you like real nostalgic vibes in that room. Yeah, it was nice. It, it was it was my favorite part of the tribute store. Um, but something that I didn't notice that Xavier had noticed is every, I want to say like 10, 15 seconds or so, there is a burst of like lightning and thunder. And on the wall with the mural is the outline of a T-Rex. And I thought that was really cool. If you, you want to see a photo yeah. of it, you can go to my Instagram, at here. It's going to be the latest photo that I've posted. Yes, and this is being released tonight, so they'll definitely, they'll, they should see that as the latest photo. Yes. Um, and then you get to the very last room, my favorite room, all the treats. Um, there were so many blue treats, like yeah. just blue-themed things. Uh, you guys will see Hatoko's video uh, very soon. When it's released, I will definitely post about it. It'll be in the bio as one of the different links you can click on to watch the video. So wait a minute, have you been, have I, have I been saying their name wrong this whole time? Hatko. Have, have I, I've been Hat calling Co it Hatko, is it not? It's or is it Hatko? Harrison, Torin, and Co. Oh. Yeah, Harrison, Torin, and company. Oh, <laughs> well then. Sorry, boys. <laughs> My bad. Well, yeah, you will see their video of them trying all the different treats. Um, you guys will, of course, get our reviews on Instagram throughout the week. So you have two different sources. I would say that, that they're a little bit more picky than we are. Yeah. They Only are, because they haven't. We are obviously a food blog. So we've tried. So we're very, our palates are more. We can to, We can handle the food. Yeah. Uh, they kind of tapped out after like two things, maybe. I would but. say so. They were pretty far into it, so it, I would say maybe three or, or four or five things. They were like, "Okay, this is getting to be too much." Um, but, but then but, again, I took a lot of that stuff home and then came back. So that's very true. But that's not. But also, like, if they're listening, we love them and we we love getting to hang out with them at Universal. Uh, we so. always have a good time. You guys will see a picture. Uh, soon of oh, like us her. all going into ET's closet. Beautiful time. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's everything Future Xavier needed to say. I thought you were going to Iowa. Yeah, that's all Future Xavier had to say. Uh, we'll be back another episode. We'll see you guys soon. <laughs>